Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! We're free! We have a Dragonflight a date announcement! Arm slide whistle! I am Immunization! And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag, and you better believe that I flushed an ice cube down the toilet, took some snow and held it under my pillow, wore my pajamas inside out, all of the great snow day things, but instead I used that heat to get our November 28th Dragonflight announcement. Oh, my, my favorite personal one was like taking a spoon and putting it under your pillow. I don't know if that was like one that you guys had heard of before. Usually the only thing we ever did was the ice cube down the toilet because we did not want to wear uncomfy PJs. You gotta do the rain dance, put toilets in your, ice cubes in your toilet, and do a little dance. Yeah. But yes, uh, we have a Dragonflight confirmed launch date for November 28th, and it is a Monday. And like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, was it, well, do we have a Monday release date before? I think the Shadowlands come out on a Monday. That sounds familiar for some reason. I don't know. I know they had pre-patch stuff happen on a Monday once for Shadowlands, so it is not a day they're afraid to use if need be. I also don't know if, like, has pre-patch officially been announced, or is everyone just assuming the, like, yes, October 25th believe... because of, like, that, that leaked document, which has been, like, true of everything else, so... I say yes, only based on, I mean, I didn't see firsthand, but I did see a Mr. GM, and he's usually pretty up-to-date with it. He was confidently saying... October 25th, we'll be going to various zones to go defeat the elements, which are out of whack. Yeah, but there's been no official statement, so he's extrapolating, I guess? I saw that tweet as well, but like he, he's saying that Prepatch will have world events where the Primalists are invading Azeroth with their elementals, as Aaron was saying. And they're invading uh, some pretty boring areas, which I guess will spice them up, well, right? Well, like... I was about to say, yeah, it's like Uldum and Vale of a Thousand Blossoms or whatnot. You you pinpoint places that no one would ever go, and you drop some stuff there. Although some of these guys have real limited graphics because their land's forgotten by time. So... Are we going to get a little bit of updates to these, or are the Primalists with their 2023 bodies going to be attacking 2008 graphics? Yeah, I'm unsure. I mean, I feel like they didn't really update the graphics for, uh, like, the, the Pandaria Zone or Old Doom, right? Mm, I guess, yeah, no, I guess but... Not. Well, oh wait, well, Old Doom felt... Old Doom felt kind of updated. Maybe I'm just imagining it. I mean, it was like in a different void tint, at least. But yeah, the four zones that Mr. GM is saying um, the Primalists are invading are the Badlands, Northern Barrens, Tirisfall Glades, and Ungoro. Which feels, and I guess because two of these are, well, actually, never mind. Badlands is Eastern Kingdom. But these feel very Horde close. I feel like the Horde can really get at these. I don't know, other than what badlands it's gonna take us a second for us alliance gentlemen to fly there hopefully they give us like some easy portal to get there if mm -hmm. there's an invasion 
just be a druid and use your uh, your dream grove teleport. So it's got to be one near the Badlands. It's got to be. Just be a mage and use your Theramore portal, a place that does not exist for anyone other than mages. There's, I'm trying to think. What is the look? So we were, oh, I was like, we were in Angoral for something. It's for the stupid micro holiday. <laughs> for like the adopt the dinosaur day or something. What you're out there for? There's like a dinosaur micro holiday out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only thing it's been used for since Cata. It's a forgotten world after that. You know the people who have been like, oh, I want an expansion to bring us back to Azeroth, are going to eat this shit up. I mean, like, as if we haven't been in Azeroth <laughs> in every expansion. I, I hate that argument. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they're going to eat it up because they haven't eaten up any other examples that they, <laughs> they had for going back to Azeroth. Well, we want it to be on Azeroth in somewhere that I like. I don't like Unguro Crater. It's got that very rude man who used to make the male blood elf joke. And I, because 45% of people are, am also a male blood elf, and I don't like that. Everyone should be a male blood elf, in the Horde's opinion, because they want to be little pretty elves. Ah, They want to be little pansy boys. They want Maximilian of Northshire to really rail into them, but the libs won't let them. If they want to be pretty, they should just play Alliance. Listen, that'd be too easy. It'd be too easy. I already put in my PTO for these. Oh my god. Okay, so I put in my PTO for Dragonflight, right? Why the fuck is my friend, I forgot, he's getting married in December. Who gets married in December? And most importantly, who gets married December 3rd, cutting into my Dragonflight playthrough? Also, in like really, really far northern Michigan, like who plans. A December wedding in northern Michigan. None of the parties involved in this wedding are from there either. There's no, there's no point in going that far up. That's just silly. Get married in your backyard. Don't make everyone go up to the middle <laughs> of, the, of the UP. Go to the community center. Just go get married next to the guy getting his driver's license. Come on. Dragonflight's coming out. Cut, cut me a break. I'm bringing my laptop so maybe I can do some weekend leveling in between... <laughs> The wedding. I can't believe this. December. What are you gonna do? So as the date gets closer, I'm still, I still don't know what I'm gonna do. I feel like I've effectively shelved my feral. I mean, I just feel re- I'm ready, obviously, for like I I've shelved it for Shadowlands. I just I don't know. Like I want to play an evoker, but I I always feel like playing a thing on beta and playing it on the live version of the game is such a different feeling when it's real, you know, like when it's like tangible and like, I can actually like progress this character. Will I stick with an evoker? I hope so. I think lore wise, that'd be cool, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess good news for you is that they've confirmed that you'll be able to play one during pre-patch. So I don't know if they said at like the launch of pre-patch or at just some point during the month uh, leading up to Dragonflight, but you'll probably at least be able to get it started and get a better sense before actual Dragonflight. Fingies Interesting. Crossed. I wonder what they would do. Like you, you finish your evoker thing and it's like, we must save the Dragon Isles. But for now, please get on this boat. Like, will you just be spat out as a fresh evoker? Will you have to do the intro quest and then just 
be told, no, 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 you actually need to leave for a month. I wonder what how narratively they're going to send you away. Yeah, because thinking about it, I feel like that's the narrative that be like Pandaria, you, you went over there on a boat. Well, Wrath of Lich King, you went over there on a boat. We're always going somewhere on boats or we're... What? I guess I was gonna say over oh, flying, but what are we flying on? A boat, a bu- an, an airboat. <laughs> it's always the fucking boats. So that's my guess. The boats. Yeah, because from what I remember, the end of the evoker thing is like it spits you out in Valdraken. It spits you out in the main area. So it's like, okay, go do that stuff now. Will they just have one guy that's there for a month? That's like actually. I'm my name is Hans Magoo. I'm putting my big hands out. You can't walk past me yet. We're not done. Okay, so if I remember correctly, the Evoker starting chain ends with the Evokers like well, for, so, so it's them awakening, fighting out, fighting the Primalists, and then choosing Alliance or Horde, and then going back with them to their capital city. Oh, right? was that? I did it forever ago, so I might have forgotten. I never actually finished the intro. I I just level boosted in the beta version. <laughs> So if that's if that's the case and I'm not just talking out my asshole, which I might be, I assume there will just be like a plethora of evokers that are just hanging around like Azeroth fighting off the invasions of the primalists uh, with us until the boats are re- revved up and ready to go on the 28th <laughs> of November to head back to their homeland. It'd be it'd be great if like, sorry, we don't have any boats, but tell you what, the evokers can fly and pair up with an evoker friend and he'll take you back to the island. And there ends up not being enough evokers to take everybody back. Got to make the or laps that's, come back. that's why it takes a month. Is it's like our evokers will fly us back, and the entire alliance army is there, like all four thousand guys, and the evokers are like only like twenty of us showed up. So you all have to take turns. They pick a guy up by his haunches, lift him in the air, take him through the entirety of Eastern Kingdoms, come back, and then they just repeat that several thousand times. Several thousand. <laughs> just in and out, in and out. <laughs> just constantly flying. You just see one crying behind a tree in Western Plaguelands. It's like, I'm so tired. We don't have time. <laughs> get back and pick up a dwarf. There's going to be a quest that's like, get the evokers back to work. Find the crying evokers in the park and make them pick us up. <laughs> and then you, like, rustle your way through Store One Park and you see one hiding behind one of the, like, one of the benches. And then it's like, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Get back to work. <laughs> you see Varian's tomb like rocking like a cartoon, and you're like, oh, "Are you hiding in there?" <laughs> oh no, I'm dead. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get your scaly ass back here. Which also, oh my god, okay, guys, this is becoming real. Do we have a lock on our evoker names, Aaron? Yours is a lock. You're gonna be Shen Ronald. Yes, Shen Ronald. Well, I have a few, if I remember correctly. Um. I could just be Alex Strauss, which would be a cool one for a like red colored one. I had a few others as well. Was it you that had um Jake Long? You have Jake Long. I have Magma World, and I have Scaly, and I have Slazazzle, the Pokemon that does not look good in wild text. Okay, so I believe I will either use Jake Long or um Alex Strauss. You gotta get a honkometer going for that. You gotta figure out which way the needle is gonna land. <laughs> but realis- realistically, like the there's not a whole lot of competition or thought behind this because I am pretty confident that I'm going to do the double main priest hunter thing, and then I I don't know maybe like garage will be kicked to the curb and evoker will be like I my third guy say, I play sometime. 
Yeah, okay. Evoker doesn't really have a chance of being a main, right? Because you're already coming at it with two, which means you're not going to be messing around with a third alt until way down the line. I'm. I think I'm going to use Scaly, or you know, I, I have a, I have a Dark Iron Dwarf name. I don't remember what it is, but it's like fire related. But if if you use Alex Straws, let me know because I would use Jake Long because that's fucking funny. <laughs> Either way, whichever one of these names I choose, it will be a red dragon, obviously. <laughs> what, you don't want to be a green dragon? A green dragon named Jake Long? Or a green Alex Strauss? Listen, the American dragon would not be a green dragon. Okay, speaking of green dragons, the loading screen thing, they added all of the other aspects to the loading screen. Is that green elf, is that Ysera, or is it Marethra? I think it's Ysera. I looked at Marethra. I looked at her model even as of BFA, and I'm just like, that's not the same woman. I think even we've seen the Dragonflight model and can confirm that is not that lady. And I feel really bad for Marethra in general because no one's ever given her a chance. Before Dragonflight even comes out, they're like, yeah, Ysera will be back, baby. Yasera is she's gonna be like get the fuck out of here bitch this is my show I'm coming it's gonna be in. like the very first thing we're gonna get off the boat or our friends are gonna pick us up by our haunches and take us to the dragon isles then Malfurion will be mid explosion bringing back his mom like it'll be nothing <laughs> it's mom mom Sarah and then she will swoop in pick up uh, Marithra, leave her at a bus stop and never see her ever again. Roxy Andrews, is that you? <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, I forgot. I think one of the biggest things about this Dragonfight launch is when season one starts. Okay, so Dragonfight launches November 28th, and Dragonfight season one begins December 12th, with both Mythic rating and cross-faction and Mythic Plus not being capped all available in that same window that usually it's a lot longer of a window yeah it's wild to me and i've again seen a lot of people being like oh we gonna be christmas raiders again like for the race to world first or whatever but i don't know do you guys think that they'll be able to finish um mythic race for vault of the incarnates before christmas if it starts on the 12th i mean i feel like two weeks is pretty average for race to world first. So I think they can squeak it in by like the early twenties. And then also I feel like Shadowlands really gave them a run for their money. Yeah. And people got upset. So I'm, sh- I'm going to imagine Blizzard's going to really roll over and show their underbelly on this one. It's going to be like a week tops. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that Ian basically was like the raids in Shadowlands were way harder than the, than we intended them to be. Like, I, I don't think they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna come out of the gate like easy mode. They have to, right? They have to. I feel like, especially as like a first of the expansion, they might make it a little bit easier. I don't know. I mean, Castle Nathria, I don't, I'm trying to remember if my my brain has been like corrupted by all like the changes they made, but Castle Nathria wasn't as hard for our guild as the other no, two. So I don't, I don't, and even for the the professionals, I barely remember them, like, needing any time for it. That was six days at most. 
I, yeah. So so it hopefully it'll be fine. I because like this is this is a super important expansion. Like it's always like oh we have one good expansion and then we have one sneaky expansion. Well the collective and I'm not saying it's me is like well we had two stinky expansions with BFA and Shadowlands so we need a good one or the game is dead forever. I mean I'm not gonna say that but i i do understand why some people didn't like shadowlands but i will also say that like it's probably the most i've ever played wow maybe it's just a timing thing mm -hmm. but yeah i've i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah my hours in my druid are disgusting the druid that only existed basically for shadowlands <laughs> like oh my god well i feel like a large part of if they like an expansion or not is how many callbacks they get it's like star wars people and, I mean, Dragonflight, it's tough because there are a lot of callbacks. We can pull a lot of old names back so people can clap their feet and pretend it's 2010. But I feel like with the Evokers, we're getting brand new lore, and that could scare some people. Yeah, but it's new lore and a new class race that people have kind of been clamoring for also for a while, like playable dragon type things. Mm -hmm. And I think by this point, anytime they introduce anything, people are automatically like, it's a retcon, it's a retcon. And it's like, you can't, you can't cry retcon at everything. Some things just have to be, you know what I mean? Like you just, mm -hmm. otherwise we get nothing. We get nothing. <laughs> what I'm still thinking about is, if we think about like lore and our last lore tidbit really was like the jailer being like watch out for what's yet to come something bigger than me so i am wondering what the fuck that means and if we're ever gonna figure out what he meant by that because i don't think it's the fucking primalists you know no and i hope that it's not this time yes i hope we get almost like a mop style thing where this is a story a lower tier story in and of itself that allows us to then maybe the next one will get breadcrumbs of what Zoval saw. Bread what? I'm sorry, I kicked my phone, so <laughs> my body freaked out. Breadcrumbs. I, like bread I know crumbs. I was a, I was aware I said breadcrumbs, but I was like, oh, beans, beans and cheese. Um, yeah, I I I like BFA. I'm on record saying that. I don't need to say it again, but. The whole, like, Nizoth's gonna be here for the last patch, and then you're gonna kill him, and then he's gone forever. It's so stupid. I hope they don't fucking do that again. I hope that they can tease a villain from the beginning and just just give us enough breadcrumbs to show up in the last patch and it not be like, so jarring. Or, like, so, like, oh, that's our bad guy the whole time? Okay. Would you say the rise of Galakrond... If we if we got him in ten point one, killed him in ten point three, would you say that that was earned, or is he too big? D must he survive to the next expansion? No, Galakrond, I don't think he's too big to survive. To this he's expansion. He, he's and this is having recently just read all of uh, Dawn of the Dragons. He's he's just a dragon problem. I don't think anyone else would really care for him. I don't think he's going to join. Uh, what's her face highborn lady in being like part of the rogues gallery that keeps coming back well i mean he is he does want to take over the world so he he might or he's a threat but i think this is like the perfect threat to just be like 
here he is introduced in the first patch and you killed him in the last one congrats yeah i think i think he'll come up and see the dragon isles and be like i remember this i have a concept of how to defeat this i think if you had him go to azeroth he would just be too confused like he he didn't know what any of this stuff was so he would just he would have no idea what to do next and you know what, now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, and I'm sure we've already like discussed this a little bit on the show, but the first raid being Vault of the Incarnates, where the main baddies are the primalists who like effectively worship Galakrond and want to resurrect him, right? So that is a big deal of bread coming, and like gotcha. maybe then our second raid can be something slightly unrelated, and then like our third or fourth raid can be like the one where we actually take him down if they are able to resurrect him or something. So I could see like this playing into like an overall expansion story where he is one of the bigger bads. And like, I think it would be a super good way of doing it. You fight Galakron's lackeys first, or I guess I don't know what happened second, but hopefully they got that figured out. You fight his manager second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could, once again, having read the story, Koros, I'm sure that'll tickle the ears of some old heads. Mr. Fuji. Uh, Exactly. <laughs> Paul E. Bearer. Um, <laughs> you, there are a bunch of like old proto dragons that made themselves really known in like the Galakron story. Then I'm sure you could have one of them come back really nasty and then people would pop the hell off. They're like, oh my god, it's that guy. It's Armando Estrada. <laughs> oh my god, it's the lady who yelled really loud and shot lightning in chapter 48. <sighs> But also, that book described Galakron in a real nasty way. If they do bring him back, I am incredibly excited. Oh my god. Wait Motherfucker a had like a million arms. He had like a oh, hundred yeah. eyeballs darting around. He, I just realized we don't have a model for him, period, right? He has always been bones in the narrative. Yeah, he's always been like a giant bone pit, right? As then, far as yeah, I know in the game. Getting his own model and it being like 2023 20, quality would be chef's kiss. I figured out who his manager is. The raid boss of the second raid tier will be none other than Richard Knack. The, <laughs> the man who's written the most about Gallant Crown will be like, ah, now you're going to fight me, the real villain of this oh, game. Oh, no. <laughs> And one of the bosses in the Richard Knack dungeon or raid will be <laughs> Malfurion's body that he took control of. And Tyrande will be like, Malfurion, what are you doing? And it's like, this man has written all of my stories. I am nothing without him. <laughs> Knack has a way to needle his way into my mind. And then, like, if that's a second-to-last boss, then as you're about to defeat this version of Malfurion, then, like, Richard Knack just, like, pops out of the, like, background, and then he's just, like, in a, in a in the style of Vicky Guerrero, like, excuse me! And then you start, immediately start the fight with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that'll be rad. Looking forward to my man, Richard Knack. I the mythics mechanics are going to be weird though, where he starts pulling out like Star Wars book stuff, and you're like, I don't know anything about this. I didn't read your Star Wars books. They're available at Delray Publishing. He's got to have an attack called the Knack Attack, right? There's no way around that one. Of course, oh, you know that's going to be the mechanic that wipes our guild. Everybody has to write 100 lines and put the story together and make a cohesive book. Something I could <laughs> never do. 
<laughs> exactly. I need to farm out content for my next The Witcher prequel. So please, everyone, type it up. And it's like, we got to get at least 30 WPM on, or, or else we're going to wipe. I like to imagine Richard Nackers listening. He's like, all right, I'm done with this podcast. Fuck you guys. You guys are fucking mean. <laughs> You guys, have, you guys have never come for me quite like this before. <laughs> I could tolerate a bit of tomfoolery, but attacks on my character? For shame. We got a quack emote coming in Dragonflight. Yeah, we do, which <laughs> I believe is just... Is there any difference from the cluck emote? Does your guy say, quack? It's our second waterfowl, or our second foul <laughs> emote. You got the chicken one. Yeah, it's it's something, and it's the first new emote we've had in a while after many, many of them were taken away. I wonder if uh, Richard Knack will use the quack emote, so <laughs> is that part of his Richard Knack Knack attack quack? <laughs> knack quack attack? Yeah, on normal, it's the knack attack. On heroic, it's the knack quack attack. You gotta all do the emote in the area of effect circle, or else he one-shots everyone. I'd hate to see what Mythic had to offer. The quick knack quack attack? Give a dog a bone. This <laughs> 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 is so stupid. <laughs> the, the one tank has to pick up a bone and do slash give to the other tank, throw it across the arena. Catch it, catch it, catch it, come on. Give a dog a bone. Only Wargans can catch it, though. <laughs> Sorry, Wargans. Exactly. <laughs> We're going back to the vanilla things where you need to have, like, specific team comps. Wargans only. Only they can receive the bone. Which is why they actually specified that right when the raid opens, it'll be cross-faction so that the Hordies aren't, like, inherently at a disadvantage since they don't have a Wargan. It's the only way to do it. Well, or, you know, orcs are basically, they're, they, they're like salty sea dogs. They're all dogs. You know, it kind of works. They like playing in the mud. Yeah, like rolling around in the wet rain. Oh, no, I was just talking about Orgrimmar. <laughs> I've been dogs. Okay, but, okay, this change, I like a lot. They're changing res sickness. Fuck the quack emote. Oh, res shit, I didn't see this. <laughs> see, I'm absolutely fuck quacks. We got, it. we got some goofs out of it, but do tell. Okay, Aaron, how would you change res sickness? And I guess for reference, what is it now? It's like a 10-minute cool, like... Yeah, like t- your, 10 minutes. Uh, sick 10, for 10 minutes. 10%. 25%, yeah, 25% uh, armor breakage. And health reduction, right? Or is that like 75% health reduction? Yeah, because you like become really weak, too. I, w- I would assume they would just lower it f- to like a single minute or two minutes. Wow, look at you. Maybe, were you involved with the team that made this change? Are you working for Blizzard? I actually am. I cashed in my chips, and I'm uh, doing this one from Irvine itself. Here's the official blue post. Resurrection Sickness now lasts one minute. It was ten minutes. Characters that resurrected a spirit healer below level ten, below level ten now suffer 10% durability loss, so 15% reduction for lower levels. And characters that resurrect at a spirit healer at level 10 and above, so at 10 and above, you now suffer 50% durability loss, but only one minute. So, I mean, honestly, the minutes were the problem. I would get rest sickness, and then I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm going to log characters and wait fucking 10 minutes. 
Yeah, I can I can pay to fix my stuff when it's in the red. I cannot pay for the lost amount of effort that came with waiting for 10 minutes. Or like if you actively tried to do some more content for that 10 minutes, literally a squirrel would run over and one-shot you, it felt like. Mm-hmm. This change is interesting. So there also is a dev note explaining what Resignus is, whatever. Uh, the repercussion of the quick resurrection is that the long-standing penalty of 10 minutes of greatly reduced attributes discourages you from playing the game in any capacity for that duration. With this change, it's shorter, it's a greater hit, but the trade-off's better. Okay, this has not been changed since vanilla. How do you just now notice this trend? I don't know, right? Like, like maybe, my theory, this was, they had no idea how to change this. I think this was stuck for a long, long time. Like it was just embedded in such specific spaghetti code yeah. that it's like we would break all these things. People can just suffer through it. So, but now that they've been like doing UI stuff and moving other things, I almost part of me almost wonders if they finally <laughs> found a way to be like, guys, I found the resignus thing. Oh my, it's right here. Look, it's it's it was hidden inside of the fucking UI code for some reason. That would be so funny if this is the case. But, like, the weirdest part to me is, like, why did they arbitrarily choose level 10? I mean, I feel like very quickly people will be above level 10. All of the allied races start above that. It just seems like an odd number to me. Do they start at 10 now with the level squish? Yes. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the only people under 10 are homegrown standard, air quotes, races. And... I don't know. I hate to be like, it's so easy to level to 10. But like by level 10, are you even fighting red mobs? I feel like uh, you're still just attacking yellow stuff. If I had to guess, this is probably they probably want to fail safe for like new brand new players. Because bring a being a brand new player and taking rest sickness and losing 50 percent durability I guess that's, multiple yeah, times you, would suck. You log in. And you get hit, all of a sudden, all your stuff's in the red. And it's like, we'll just pay off. And it's like, I have seven copper. Yeah, because if you're level 10, the chances of that person dying twice and taking two back-to-back durability loss resignesses, which would equal 100% of your armor, would wipe you immediately. So that's got to be. That's got to be. They're just looking up for the newbies, for our new friends who listen to this podcast. Welcome, new friends. Hello, new friends. Did you make it this far? If you did, uh, say the code word. What was the code word that I told that kid to do with the chicken and stars at Burger King? It was That wasn't Ooga Booga. You, you told a child to use a special code word? You oh talked to a strange kid? No, no, no. Okay, so th- this is more of an after dark story, but I, I was in the tr- cross country team. And we were at Burger King, and this was the 90s. No, it was 2000s. It was 2000s. And so I was they, like, Slide yeah, Whistle, you're old. You're not that old. I had to, I had to think. And they had, the, they had the stars and lightning bolt chicken nuggets. I was obsessed. They were so good, and they tasted better. And this kid, Brett, he opened his box of chicken nuggets for the first time and was like, Oh my God, what are these? And me being a little devious sixth grader i don't know how old it was i was like oh my god brett the chicken and stars you won you won the grand prize he's like what do you mean there's the word i came back to me just like fucking that i was like you have to go to the cashier and you have to say hullabaloo 
and she'll give you the prize. <laughs> I'm, I'm very confident. I've told this story on the podcast before. It's probably like episode like four. It's got, I've had have had. have not. I have never heard about Brett and his hullabaloo chicken nuggets. Okay, so, 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 so poor Brett, would, he took his box of chicken nuggets and he went up to this to the poor person working the register and he opened them almost like a, a wedding ring proposal just so she could look at it and he was like hullabaloo <laughs> and she looked at him and she said do you what do you, what do you do you need something and he and again he just says hullabaloo and she's like i i don't I don't understand. If you need, if your if your parents <laughs> she are here, called the cops on if them. you need something, like you you can get them. But I don't know. And he was so mad. I mean, how could you not be mad at me? He was so pissed at me the entire time. We got back My into Jordan's so mom's ready. van. I, I, he had the presentation and everything. Yes, yes, yes. I, and we got back into Jordan's mom's van. By the way, Jordan uh, killed his girlfriend. Uh, 15 years later a, a, down the shit. street from me lit her on fire in his car talk about like an insane horrible fucking story um did anyways, you trick him too no no did you send him on the on the path to villainy no that was, that was pontiac gangbanging is what that was that's what gangbanging will do to you he's in prison for life now but that's anyway we got back into his mom's car and just Brett would not talk to me the rest of the cross-country season because he was afraid I was going to chuck him again. And he's right. I would have. Oh, my God. This is also, like, the least surprising story to me. <laughs> Hullabaloo. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> while we figure out the rest of our hullabaloo for part two, here's Growlina. Hello again, everyone. Growl back to give you some good news. Well, we've done it. We officially know when we'll be setting off for the mysterious shores of a place that I technically do not narratively grasp just yet. Perhaps my friend Chin Music can help me out here. Chin, in this time of relative peace, why do we have to go exploring in the first place? Couldn't we just stay at home? Yeah, it stinks that we have to throw the world into turmoil again. But I mean, it is the world of Warcraft. We gotta make some war to keep things moving. I guess you're right, but it just feels bad. We've all been chilling at the park this whole time. You know, post-Death God killing. And I just want to extend my vacation time. Sitting at the park sounds nice, but don't dragon flips sound much better, lol? I do enjoy me some dragon flips. Exactly. And if I have to kill an entire island of baddies to flip on a dragon, I'll do it. You're right, Chin. Peace never contented a person. Riding a huge aerodynamic lizard does. Well, tell you what. Will I dust off my saddle? Let's get back to the show. Well, I'm back, little mouse that I am, coming out of my little hole carved in the baseboard. Let's do some more WoW. Wow. Let's talk about what I've been doing. I've been living a classic lifestyle. And, you know, 
I I do think we need a new term. Classic WoW implies something entirely different than what I'm doing. I have a hero class. I You've heard me say this over and over again. I have the bullshit. This is almost, it's like, what is the bridge between WoW Classic and WoW Yum? There's something in the middle there. I don't know what it is. WoW Tasteful. It's not exactly yum, but it's it's competent. Wow palatable. Wow. 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 Scrummy. <laughs> scrummy. Yeah. I was gonna say like serviceable, or it's like think of like a food that literally only provides you with sustenance, but like doesn't taste that. Great. A honeydew. Wow, honeydew. Wow, honeydew. That's not bad. Cause it's plenty of full of it's full of plenty of honeydews, am I right? So many quests to do. Get off my back, woman. My goal was to be able to reach level seventy and go to Northrend before the Wrath of the Lich King patch officially was updated into the game. And let me tell you, I barely like a little mouse, I barely squeaked out my goal. <laughs> because I remembered I could I can be 68 <laughs> and go to Northrend. And I was exactly 68 and like one experience point when that patch hit. And I was like, <gasps> I did it. Technically. You did it, you little mouse. Technically. So I, I've been leveling you. In- <laughs> you went out there drifting on a memory and you achieved it. <laughs> um. So Aaron, what level do you think I am right now? What level am I currently? You've seen how much I've been playing. Hmm. So if 70, or I'm sorry, 80 is the max, correct? Correct. And I walked in the Northrend at 68 and one experience point. I would say, I know probably with that lead and you want me to think high. So I'm going to say 71 and some change. Wrong. I'm 71 and one experience point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. That does not count as change. You wouldn't call up any change. So I literally, when I was like, I mean, was like, should I go to the store and get some alcohol? I'm like, yeah, so I can fucking hit 71. Finally. God damn. I've been 70 for like a year. It feels like. And this is the part where I'm slowly beginning to be like, do I really want to fucking do this? It just takes, it's almost taking too long. And like, I don't want to be like, Oh, retail is so much better because I think retail is too fast. I think it's way too quick. But like, this is, I know all of these quests. I'm like, I'm doing them and I'm like, oh my God, I have to do the fucking dry cool baby quest. And sure enough, there it was. And I'm like, I, I even know when the quests are coming up. And I did these just like quick. I read nothing like the first time in like while yum. And I'm like, oh, please give me, give me winds of wisdom back. Speaking of Winds of Wisdom, didn't they also announce that during pre-patch it was coming back? But probably not for um, WoW Honeydew. Probably just for WoW Yum, right? Yeah, they said it. it's going to come back uh, on Dragonflight pre-patch. And it'll go away when Evokers hit. Which is... Oh wait, or is it active now? Is it active right now and goes... Either way, it's going away when Evokers are coming. Because they don't want you to get the Evoker buff. Which they they knew was perfect for me. They said, you gave up on getting your Horde Heritage armors because of course you would. But we're reeling you back in. Good old <laughs> Lortha Loser. Or no, Loser Mar. She's back on the saddle. Maybe I'll finally get my priest leveled up. <laughs> nah. 
I do want them at 60, so we'll see. But, um, okay, so I have been doing, wait, what would we call it? Wild Honeydew? <laughs> Wild Honeydew. And I have been, okay, so I'm in the Lion's Pride Tavern Guild. I thought I was sufficiently undercover, and then, and then I realized my drunken ass put <laughs> under Janet Wilson's note, which is my character in the guild, I put slide whistle alt. Do not relent. <laughs> and I was like, why did I put that? <laughs> How very sneaky of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it tricked someone who's just like, oh my god, they are so committed. I, I like how you fully thought that you were, like, undercover, like a sneaky spy, but then you literally were wearing, like, a big neon billboard over your head. It's funny, like, I'm, I'm not even trying to, like, sleuth. I just, I don't like being that person that's like, hey, look at me and my podcast, you know? But then, like, it's exactly what drunk me did was <laughs> put it in my fucking title um, in my description. And so I got whispered by somebody in the guild, and they were like, hey, do you want to run Ukard Keep? And I was like, oh, I'm at work right now, but like maybe later. And I was like, oh, that's, that was nice. And since then, I get into this group, and <laughs> it's Tumlo, who is, in fact, I learned, a listener of the podcast, because he was like, yeah, I heard you talking all that shit about how nobody invites people to <laughs> people to group, so I knew I had to get you in this <laughs> one. And I was like, <gasps> but it, it was my first Wrath Dungeon, but I actually did get into a random group before this which was surprising it was during my leveling grind to 68 i was accepted into a sephic halls which i had listed myself for probably two hours before getting into one i forgot i was like oh what am i being invited to what is this hello i was like hey what's up and they were like you running sephic halls and i was like yes yes i am so then did you have to go there, like, make your way there, like, two hours later after forgetting that you signed up for no, it? luckily they summoned me, because I was like, I don't know where the fuck Sethic Halls even is. <laughs> and, like, Sethic Halls, is that one that's not in, like, the rotation for, like, time walking? Mm, I don't I think it don't is. I don't know, because it's one, of, it's one of the ethereal dungeons, right? I think it's an Arakoa dungeon, actually. Um, because They're all right next to each other. They're all so similar. I cannot remember which one is which. Because that's the one that drops uh, the Raven Lord's reign. So I know that, like, Arboleda, a.k.a. Ugg, a.k.a. Logan, is farm was farming that for the mouth. So that's the only reason, like, I kind of remembered it. But I feel like I've never really been in Sethic Halls. Yeah, yeah, you kill Talon King Ickes. He's a Talon King. We, we, we know about Talon Kings. We're training our darlings. <laughs> and it was smooth. It was smooth. That one was smooth. And the Ugar Keep was smooth. Does, does stuff feel like it takes forever to kill with less flashy abilities? No. Or did they scale things in Yum so that it's r- roughly the same amount of time? Um... It's hard to say, because, again, I haven't run something. So, here, I'll do my Ukard Keep comparison. Ukard Keep felt fine. I feel like the only, like, things that were problems were, like, probably me. Because Death Knights have a lot of abilities that generate high threat that I didn't realize generated a high threat. Because they don't do it in Wow Yum. So, like, when I drop um my Blood Circle. What the fuck? I don't even remember. Death and Decay. It generates high threat. So, if I do it too early... I get my ass beat. Uh, death grip. If you death grip stuff, it pulls it to you, 
and they will attack you for three seconds. I just learned this after two dungeon, three dungeon runs. Oh, so it's effectively a pull in and taunt? Yes, and I've been using it as an interrupt like I do in retail. I'm like, oh, I, I use my interrupt. Let me use my death to interrupt it. I, I, I'll pull it. <laughs> so then I ran Ugo Keep again with Tumlo, and I ran it with Bricko. He was healing, and <laughs> Bricko was like, Man, I had to heal Janet Wilson a lot. And I was like, oh, man, what am I doing? And then I realized I'm pressing, like, four taunt abilities without even knowing it. So I'm getting my ass beat every dungeon. Are you, like, specced into a lot of blood points? Blood is super, super good, but I'm actually not. Those are just, those are blood abilities, I think, like, inherent. Like, I said, take kit, you know? So, like, I'm just using it, and I'm just like, this is fun. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It's been fun, though. Like I said, like... It doesn't feel, it feels, it isn't, it feels good. Like, it doesn't feel too difficult. A lot of it is just, like, remembering how dragons work, which is, like, not standing in front of the fire breath. So, like, I think a lot of this is actually also going to translate into while yum, because I haven't had formal dragon fight training. You know what I mean? Like, we fought dragons, but, like, we only fight one dragon a patch, maybe two. Hmm. So these are fights where you're attacking, you're being on set by multiple dragons. So you have to dodge tails and breaths yeah, more. Yeah, because I, I feel like back in the day, I feel like Wrath and like everything before, it's just, you fight a dragon like every other fucking fight. Well, yeah, you figured the Nexus, Koldara, Dragonblight, those are all areas specifically where dragons will come and fight you. And some of our more modern dragons don't even have the classic dragon mechanics of even a tail whip, so... <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, it's, you know, again, I, I feel like I'm in the hyperbolic time chamber. I'm, I'm, I'm training myself to fight real dragons. It's been fun. Like, I, be, I have, I've been having... It's just, I wish the time... I wish I could level just a little bit faster. And I know I'm probably doing it inefficiently, but I am... I'm literally... I'm maximizing rested experience. I'm sleeping at an inn whenever I can. Like, I don't know. I'm doing what I can out here. Do you think you'll get to experience any max level content before pre-patch comes out? No way. I don't I don't think so. I, I want to. Again, I, I, I would love to see Naxxramas. That's what Naxxramas got me into World of Warcraft. Which <laughs> is the funniest sentence <laughs> you can say. People are like, what do you mean? Because Hearthstone, bitches, which I've said multiple times on this show, for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not the Nax that you guys are thinking about. <laughs> Felina, the Spider Queen. Like, okay, okay, Kazuzad, give me another introduction on fucking Felina, my bitch. Um, so probably not, especially if pre-patch is gonna be in a month. But we'll see. I mean, a month is actually quite a long time. I, I just feel done with my my mains. I think I may do alt leveling to get everybody up, like I said earlier, with the priests and like mm -hmm. I want to get my row. I want to get everybody to sixty. So I had them because we're going to 70, which we haven't, have we talked about that? How we're going to hit 70 in Dragonflight? That's kind of weird, right? Yeah, I think we're going to do the thing now where for maybe a few expansions, they're going to just add another 10 levels on and then maybe in the future have another squish back down to 60. Because it feels like they really like 60 as like a classic max, you know? I think I do yeah. too. Like, I think I would 100% be okay with them constantly squishing to 60. I know it'd be confusing and, like, disorienting, so it probably won't happen, but I'd be okay with that. But yeah, uh, thanks for inviting me, Tim Lowe, since you listened. <laughs> 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 but, oh, oh, and then he also, he also was like, 
you know, it's not a Hellfire Ramparts. Because <laughs> that's what I said I wanted to do before. And let me tell you, I try. I tried a lot more after that. People just don't want me in Hellfire. Because they know I would just scream how fun Hellfire Ramparts is. The best dungeon. Love it to this day. I know there are haters out there. And you can't slow me down. Obviously, these motherfuckers have never tried to get heritage armor. And all of a sudden, you need a million zillion experience with your city in order to get the quest. Where else are you going to go to get the experience? Why Hellfire Ramparts? Three bosses? That motherfucker takes six minutes? Allows you to loop around and start over again? Me and Hellfire Ramparts are like this. How how many Hellfire Ramparts did we run that one time? We ran so many. Legitimately, I think we in college, we had one night where we sat around that table... <laughs> Just got progressively drunker and just just did Hellfire leveling for probably several Cause, hours. Because it's just the quickest <laughs> and easiest one. And like I said, it literally loops in on itself and you can do it again. So fun. I I just need to go through like go through there on retail and just like kill everything. Just knock it all down. Oh god, it's so late in the show. We haven't discussed how raid went. We did it, right? We got the majority of guildies, the rest of the achievement for her record. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, so most guildies now have both the slime cat and the title. We did Sepi on heroic uh yesterday, finished that up. There are a few people that need a few bosses here or there. Um I think both of you guys left the chat. Um before we fully discuss this, but next week we're just doing Nathria on some alts. Um, but I think people are just not going to show up for that if they don't want to. But the following week, there are a few people who were not with us during Sylvanas, so we are going to go and kill Sylvanas on Heroic. So hopefully people can show up and help with that. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, I think, what, like six people have missed Sylvanas? Quite a big chunk. So I'm like, all right, I'll fuck around. I'll dust off my old boots and put them back on for this one. All I know is that I think with Nathria cleared, every member of the DN army on the raiding team has their thingy. So everyone else, too bad. <laughs> so sad. I'm going to be playing... Splatten uh, because no. you could not pay me. Yeah. The fact that the fact that it was like, yeah, we're just gonna do Anduin again. <laughs> I messaged Lynn. I was like, you said we would never do him again. Did you really? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> are we really doing Anduin? And he was like, people need kill. And I just didn't say anything, but I groaned at my <laughs> house. Luckily, it wasn't that bad. I think no. he's the only boss we wiped on at all. Like, I think we did a full clear of heroic with like one shotting everything except Anduin, which took three. Yeah, maybe? it was just it was just like three. It was not bad. But like, still wiping on Anduin drains like a piece of my soul. But you're not going to be playing Splatoon here, and you're going to be playing Overwatch two, which exactly. which I kinda, I'm still it's scared. I'm scared. So I'm fucked. scared. I'm scared for it, guys. I'm scared for Overwatch two. I'm scared for Overwatch two, but it being free to play will bring in a bunch of children that I can squish and advance through the ranks. Lickety split. All the hardcores, they're going to be boycotting it for various reasons. All the children will play it with me, and then I'll kill them and get gold rank, which you'll never see because that's one of the things they're taking out too. Did you see that they have um, objectives now in the game, like quest objectives? 
that mm, like like kill twenty enemies or like kill five enemies in a match or like uh, have your shield up for X amount of time or like objectives that would like cause somebody to not play the game to win but play the game to get their points, which means you lose because they're not playing to win. They're playing to get their points. I can I can see what they're trying to do if it's like, especially with the limited uh, character set at the beginning. If it's like, Reinhardt, hold your shield for 20 seconds just to like tell a child like, okay, this isn't Fortnite. This guy's got a shield. You need to use it to protect people. I think that's what they're trying to do. But yes, what I will be doing is holding my shield next to spawn and not doing anything so I can make sure to get my points. Lucio, jump for 20 seconds on walls. And like the healer's just absent. What are you doing? I got to get my objectives. I'm skating on the walls, man. (laughs) Man, like I, okay, as our local big Overwatch head here, I am nervous and sad. Yeah, but when this episode is out, we will only have, I believe, two more full days of overwatch one and then that's it i'm just sad because i feel like the game has been enjoyable to me as is for so long and now they're going to change a ton of things and i already actively know that i didn't like it as much on the beta so i'm sad like i I feel like i'm losing a friend here i feel that i got my last competitive season of overwatch one did not miss a single competitive season 36 player icon and badges are mine because of this And let me tell you, I don't feel any better because of it. Because I heard every slur under the sun in that team chat. Well, now now they're going to call your dad because you got to register your phone number when you say a slur. Ugh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, But now it's time for a top two bottom boot medium moot. Immune, start us off while I get a beer from the fridge. Well, you see, I believe this is evening out to a medium moot. Medium. And that is because I now have my lower Kara time down at 20. And I was resigned that I was just not going to get my Karazhan portal because fuck Karazhan, it's awful. But now I'm like, now do I actually have to try to get my 20 upper done so I get that portal? It's the last one I don't have. And I mean, like, well, I can't get it this week because it's tyrannical and that's going to be dog shit to try to get done on a 20 so maybe next week if the fixes aren't aren't that bad i don't know (laughs) obviously it's a top two because i finally timed a 20 lower but now i feel like i have to (laughs) do upper so that's the bottom boot portion (laughs) i feel that but a slide weasel what do you have i got a top two this week my top two is that people because I was playing classic, they did a lower Karazhan and they passed it. So now they have to do an upper Karazhan and I don't. I don't feel compelled to get these Karazhan portals and I feel great about it. I don't want to fucking go back to Karazhan immediately, ever. I never want to have to go back here. I hate this place. The dungeon feels horrible. It's not fair to the kitties. It's mean. And Vadiv can lick my nuts. Get him. He needs some milk. Yeah. Uh, I second. <laughs> Take that tower down. Just flatten it. Build something else there. The chest. You can't. You know, honestly, Karazhan as a whole is a blight. I don't care if it was. It was fun to raid in TBC. 
the fact that I the chess game is still there, you can't just get past it when you're trying to farm shit. Stupid. But Karazhan, that's my top two. <laughs> we we need to get the primalists on the phone. Maybe like we can convince them to like you know go away from Angoro and just like flatten Karazhan instead. Dude, but now I'm worried that if we tell them that, Richard Knack will write, like, a series of books about Karazhan on purpose to antagonize his enemies, us. They already did. No, not more. That's, like, all of the pre-Warcraft books. So often when I read these things, it's like, they had to visit the Mad Magician. And I'm like, oh, come on. We got it. We get to spend a cool seven chapters looking through the books. Fuck you, Richard. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two? Bottom boot, medium boot. Well, this week, I have myself a top two. Two, two, two. Though Brewfest in-game may have been a tad limited, Cubbybub and I continued our yearly tradition of having a Brewfest feast. This year, we sampled some wares from the Dark Irons, particularly the spiced onion cheese dip, as well as the currywurst. It was very tasty, and I am glad that my wife loves to make food because your boy was more on the eating end than the creating end. That's a fun tradition, though. Except we're rapidly running out. Next year, we're going to have to really think of any of these things or Brewfest ready. Long strider leg? Maybe? Question mark? You can just get a big ostrich leg. Gamut Gamut has some ostriches he can lend you. Gamut, I'm going to need you to, uh, here's my phone number. Uh, you can call me there if any of your emus, I don't know, falls down a big hill. I'm trying to do something special here. Help, help him out, help him out. You know who's been helping us out? It's our patrons from the Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash do not relent. Someone asked me where it was today, and I said, you baby bear. Here is the address. These baby bears include Command Sergeant Major Tijerla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey, Ahoy Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas since he won't even pick up the phone, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the hunters of Unomas are burly boys, Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Joe DiGiorno Dorno, Gershom, Mistress of the Pumpkin Spice, <sighs> a leaf, Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, generational talent, Smarf, the based god. <laughs> I like that little addition there. Slide Whistle wants to say, You fuck Craig! And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's fallen father. Was that stanky enough? Uh, that w- There was a distinctly higher amount of stink on it. I do appreciate that. I'm sure he will too. All right, with that, you guys can send us an email at do not relent pod at gmail.com. We've been getting a lot of weird spam emails, and we're loving it. Maybe next week we'll have to talk about some of these weird emails you've been getting. And one of them was actually legit, believe it or not, guys. Oh, are you saying about you saying the weird radiation fat loss tool is uh, not spam? <laughs> yeah. But Damn, the- <laughs> I'm just reading about this. You know we're going to be talking about the 360 degrees Celsius cry machine next time. But also, the I am 8-bit email was real. That's a real corporation that makes... They reached. They contacted us. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about that next week. A bit too late for their, for their yeah. PR advertisement. But hey, we're legit now, folks. Tweeted us on Twitter at Do Not Relent Pod. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? 
You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can join our podcast Discord at Do Not Relent.com. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at Do Not Relent.com. Or no, shit, I'm drunk. Read the show's literary musings at LiveJournal.com. That took me a long time to figure out. Hey, I've been there. I'm currently there, too, so... (laughs) Well, it's convenient because we're recording an After Dark episode after this. Waka waka. But also, see me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. Sorry I've been absent. I've been filming youth sports. Blame the Rochester football team. Fuck Rochester! Oh, I mean, I I blame Rochester and their football teams for a lot of things all the time. Honestly, fuck Rochester. But their facilities are very nice because everyone's rich there. All the fucking money goes. They're siphoning all the fucking money. (laughs) Your boy doesn't need to stand in the rain. That's all I'm saying. That's good. All right. See you guys next week. And remember... Another down. Do not relent. Put some stank on that one, too. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.